0: Welcome to Married by Design. With everything going on in 2020, do you find yourself struggling with discouragement or depression? Isolation, losses that we've experienced, and the fact that it looks like it's going to go on for some time can really affect the way that we feel. That's what we're going to be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome to this episode of Married by Design. We've been looking at the idea of how we are able to cope with all the issues that we're facing in this year of 2020, and not just cope with them, but actually live a life of victory in the face of all the things that we have had to deal with. We looked at the power of us, the importance of the husband and wife encouraging and supporting each other. We saw how significant what you fix your mind on is, what we think about, and what we focus on. In the last two episodes, we looked at fear and anxiety and how we can biblically cope with those issues that we face.
1: In these next two episodes, we're going to be looking at how we can overcome discouragement. From the news to struggles at work, relationship issues, and even our own minds, these things can have a profound effect on the way that we think and the way that we feel. We can find ourselves down in a pit or sliding downward toward a pit of discouragement. It's been noted that suicide has increased significantly since the issues related to COVID-19 began. That statistic underlines the deep struggle and discouragement that people face because of job loss, isolation, and the stresses and difficulties of what we are going through. With all we are facing, it would seem only natural that we would be discouraged and disheartened about the things that are going on, and yet it doesn't have to be that way.
0: Yes, that's true. There is something very alluring about a person who is filled with life and excitement, An individual that seems to be very positive, encouraged, and joyful as they live their life. They are not often discouraged or thrown down because of circumstances or difficulties. Any person can be encouraged and joyful when things are going great, although even in those times there are some who would still struggle. You may have observed a person who is lifted up by a sense of joy and hope in their lives despite circumstances and they seem to maintain an enthusiasm and expectation. Some, some some seldom find that, and others wonder where that comes from.
1: There is a certain sense that personality may play a part in that expression. Some people are just generally more optimistic and outgoing. The Christian, however, should have an enthusiasm and hope that is far more than personality. He has the truth that should provide a perspective that allows him to live life buoyed above his circumstances and the difficulties of life. Just as an individual wearing a life jacket may be hit with a wave and be pulled underwater temporarily, they are quickly pulled back up to the surface to breathe again because of the force that is continually lifting them up. That lifting force is a biblical worldview and a grasping of the hope that should lift the Christian. That is a good picture of Christian hope. Living in a fallen world with all the struggles internally and everything going on around us, it is hope that draws the Christian upward to rise above the turmoil and difficulties.
0: Yes, and as we talk about discouragement and depression, we want to make it clear and recognize that there are physiological causes of depression and discouragement. A number of physical problems may affect our bodies, and they may cause us to feel very discouraged and depressed hyperthyroidism, diabetes, there's so many, a myriad of things that can cause us to feel down. As we talk about this area of discouragement from a spiritual and emotional perspective, we don't want to downplay the physiological side. If you really struggle with depression or discouragement, you need to get checked out by a doctor to make sure there's not a physical problem. That needs to be addressed by a medical doctor.
1: And We looked in the last two episodes at this notion of faith and how by believing and anticipating something unseen, we can live a life free of fear and full of rest. Biblical hope is a Christian reality that is likewise unseen and unrealized in the present. In this episode, we're going to look at the practice of redirecting our focus from the circumstances around us to the hope we have in Christ. In the next episode, we're going to look specifically at the things that we put our hope in that will lift us out of discouragement.
0: Yeah, we've talked about the power of us. This is so key in the struggle against discouragement. You need your spouse to lift you up and to support you and remind you of things when you're down. And maybe you need to be that spouse who is aware of how your partner is doing and to look for their needs and encourage them and remind them to live in hope.
1: In these next two episodes, we're going to be looking at quite a bit at Psalm 42. This psalm is a great example of how an individual is able to move from the struggles of his present circumstances to have a real and living hope that encourage him and lift him up. That's why I love the Bible. It is so practical about the struggles of individuals and also the solutions that we can find for ourselves. It is indicated that it is written by the sons of Korah. It's amazing to see how transparent they are about the struggles that they were going through and how deep their despair was.
0: In in verse 3, they write, My tears have become my food day and night, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. In verse 5, Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? They They write, My soul is cast down within me. In verse 7, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. Verse 9, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Does any of that describe you or your spouse struggling to the point where you feel you're going down? You don't feel like God is there and you're in turmoil? The picture in the psalm is of a downcast individual in despair and great struggle, questioning God in the midst of circumstances.
1: And yet we see in this example the importance of guarding against soaking in the discouragement and despair. It is so easy to get stuck in our circumstances and spend all our time focusing on that. That is a great danger today and will send us down a spiral of discouragement and despair. It is here we see the psalmist take himself in hand, knowing that he needs to pull himself out of it.
0: Yeah, Martin Lloyd-Jones wrote a book many years ago called Spiritual Depression, Its Causes and Cure. That wonderful book points out that the author of this psalm had to actually talk to himself and remind himself of truth.
1: When we find ourselves discouraged, we cannot just continue on without thinking and evaluating where we are and responding. As we talked about in the previous episodes, we need to see what our what we focus our mind on, and what we believe. Interwoven in the struggle that the author had with his circumstances was evaluation. He says in verse 5, Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me?
0: That's right, evaluation. And he doesn't stop there. Notice, he tells himself to hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. He says the exact same thing in verse 11. And that's interesting. Sometimes you have to take yourself in hand and talk to yourself. You have to remind yourself of certain things repeatedly. That's what Martin Lloyd-Jones said in that book. It may even be on a moment-by-moment basis. Here he tells himself that he needs to put his hope in God and see God as his salvation and his God. He sees God as a deliverer that will help him in the midst of his despair and his struggle. He tells himself to turn his hope to God as he begins to anticipate God's work and deliverance from the struggle.
1: Hope is an expectation of what God is going to do that he has not yet accomplished. Hope is the anticipation of some future event and existence. C.S. Lewis wrote, Hope is one of the theological virtues— This means that I continue looking forward to the eternal world, and this is not, as some modern people think, a form of escapism or wishful thinking, but one of the things that the Christian is meant to do. It does not mean that we are to leave the present world as it is. If you read history, you'll find that the Christians who did the most for the present world were just those who thought most of the next. So the question is, which do you think of more, the present world or the world to come? the present struggles, or the anticipation that God can and will help you in the here and now. It's often written in the Bible that our hope is in God. That is, that we can face the present circumstances knowing that God is there and that He will yet do a work and help us. This is seen in the example of Psalm 42. You are not left alone in the midst of your discouragement. God is there and He will help you as He helped the psalmist.
0: Hope is strengthened when our relief and help is clearly in view, and life is lived in anticipation of that experience of his help. If the Christian sets his eyes on the present, the things around him, he will often find himself discouraged in in, in a tar pit of 2020. Who wouldn't feel that way if we fill our minds with all the things going on in the present? But if our eyes go beyond the present... To the road down to a better place and a better time, there is great joy. Hope is repeatedly laid out in Scripture and forms the basis of a Christian's perspective on life that provides him with a sense of anticipation that can be enjoyed on a daily basis and nurtured. Job is probably the most powerful example of a person who went through great sorrow and loss and, and lifted his eyes beyond his experiences. He lost almost everything, and he did struggle. But in the midst of the struggle, he was looking forward. For example, in Job chapter 19, he he wrote there, "...for I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last He will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself." And my eye shall behold and not another. My heart faints within me. I love that, that sense of anticipation that his heart is fainting with excitement. The nurturing of the, Christ, the truth of the Christian's hope leads him to an inexpressible joy and can dispel the doom and gloom of the present day and view of all that the future holds.
1: This future hope and many more realities needed to be fixed in the mind, so that the Christian is able to face whatever challenges are before him. Peter wrote in First Peter 1:13, "Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ." Peter is writing to Christians who are in great struggle and in persecution. He wanted them, as we've been talking to lift their eyes beyond the present difficulties to a future hope. The discipline of mind, as we have looked at regarding faith, is key to the Christian victory in this fallen world. Our joy and the lifting of depression is brought about by preparing our minds and setting our thoughts on our hope. Certainly some depression is physiological, but we're addressing the, need, the remedy for the spiritual and emotional depression that can grab hold of the Christian. The Christian needs to intentionally lock his vision on biblical hope. Once the Christian understands this hope and sees it clearly, it will carry him through the trials.
0: Every person has times at which he fixes his mind on something, some future enjoyment that lightens the present drudgery. Well, for example, the anticipation of a long weekend with family outweighs the stress of the work week and provides the necessary energy to press on through the week. The anticipation of the wedding makes all the extensive work and tedious preparation seem relatively minor and worth it in light of the wedding day. We practice this anticipation that moves us through the present difficulties. You may be sick right now or even in the hospital, but the expectation and anticipation of getting better pulls you through the difficulties of the day. As Christmas approaches, we can understand the anticipation that a child has on Christmas Eve for the gifts that he or she will receive in the morning. It hasn't happened yet, but he or she looks so looks forward to that. You remember that as a child? This is the idea of biblical hope and the focus that we need to have in our hearts and our minds today.
1: So this is the first part of moving out of discouragement and depression. We need to make the choice to not focus our minds on what we see around us right now. Sure, we have to deal with the issues of the day, but we can choose to set our minds on the things yet to be, things that we look forward to in the near future and the distant future.
0: That's true. I was thinking about in Colossians chapter 3, Paul there says, Set your mind on things above, not the things of the earth. So here's your homework for the week. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to begin to evaluate where is your focus On the present struggles or on your anticipation of things that are yet to be? Where's your mind during the day? It would be good to sit down with your spouse some during the week and discuss where where you focus your mind. Especially if there's a a day that you feel discouraged. It would be good to think about the things that you've been focusing on during that day. I would suggest to you that on the discouraging days, you were focusing on the problems rather than the things that you are hoping for. Well, let me pray. Father, I just pray that in this time, in this struggle, that God, with all the things that we have to deal with, that we would begin more and more to set our focus, our mind on the things to come in the immediate future, Father, but also in eternity. I pray that you would fill our minds with this idea of hope and that it would lift us out of discouragement, the things that we face today. We thank you that you give us this hope because of Jesus Christ and the cross and and all that you will do in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thanks for listening. Let me encourage you to rate the podcast and also let your friends know you can click on the share button at the bottom of your screen and, and share it right now with somebody that maybe needs that encouragement next week we'll continue to look at this idea of hope and to look at all the different things that we can put our hope in instead of the present struggles we look forward to that and sharing with you next week on married by design